Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the podcast about great ideas you'll never do that someone else can do instead. I'm John, and Black Lives Matter. I'm Besha, and Black Lives Matter. Oh, shit, <laughs> I should have said, and arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. That's uh, okay. I, you could have also said, I'm Besha, and, and trans rights, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll refine. It's, I feel like this is going to be a new way to open the podcast for a while, and we'll just kind of like, we'll, we'll settle on something yeah. as, the, as the weeks go by. <laughs> or, or consistently change it up, but be prepared for it. I'm Besha, mm-hmm. and trans rights are human rights. Ah, outstanding. How's it going? I love it. <laughs> how how is it going? I we've had a week of suspiciously nice weather here mm-hmm. in the Bay Area where like it's been kind of like in the low 70s and I I don't know if I trust it or not cuz I, I feel like once the once the the month flipped over to July I, I I mean and I know this isn't rational because the summer solstice is in the is in the 20s of June but I feel like once July hits summer is automatically half over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that means that the, hopefully we won't be subjected to any more unusually hot days. This is the this is the prayer I hereby offer to the gods that they that they grant us this weather for the rest of summer. And mm-hmm. I may have just doomed us by saying you realize that. you have all of August to live through. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. Which is which is traditionally the true summer of the bay. Here also, it's it's definitely a air conditioner season. I, and- I, I don't fucking. How did I forget that? Yeah. <laughs> it's also unmarked federal troop season here in Portland. You may have Jesus heard. Jesus fuck. Oh my Christ. I'm, what what the fuck? I'm charmed by how many people are texting me to ask if I'm okay. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, we haven't been out uh, to the protests in several weeks. Mm. Um, mm. And which is not to say that anyone who is protesting deserves to be disappeared by unmarked federal agents. But... Um, that is the the common risk factor for that happening. That's, that is, it's a fair one. Uh, I wonder where they're taking them. Is what well, I want to know. The the accounts I've seen have been like, well, I got locked in a room for two hours and then they let me go. Um, we do have we have like a federal courthouse and and federally owned buildings that are kind of the epicenter of all of this. Fascinating, huh? Yeah, it's really interesting to live in a liberal city in a literal white supremacist utopia that everyone has decided is going to be their trial balloon for whatever they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. um, What is that? What is that tweet? Fuck. Hang on a second. (laughs) I need to I need to find it. I need to find it. And I'm sorry for having to do this. uh, I can recite some of my favorite recent tweets. (laughs) <laughs> and this is a few weeks ago, but every municipal budget looks like that drill candle tweet. Yes, yeah. yes. No, it really does. Jesus. I found it. The, it's from Ken Tremendous. It's oh, yeah. an easy way to tell if an ideology is a grift, like libertarianism yep. is expressed by Republicans in Congress, is if the actual thing they profess to fear the most occurs and they do nothing to stop it. Yep. Like... For example, overreach by the federal government. Hmm. I, you know, just a, just, just a, a thing that I, f- I, if the force of my hatred could kill. Do you ever regret that you weren't raised to be a grifter? I here's what I do sometimes regret that I have what one might term a non-zero internet profile <laughs> because I, I would, I would 
probably by now have have attempted some kind of grift if i if i if also if i had the time which is another thing that i don't have but i think i would have i think it would have been something on the order of of you know like that um uh, like that, I don't actually know if this was a real grift or not. Did this, didn't this turn out to be not a not a thing that happened? Where like there was the there was a um, a black girl who claimed that she was a Republican and she was being silenced, right? And, and she, then everyone should contribute to her GoFundMe. Yes, yes, it would be something on that Five level. Check. Like, is it, like I, I would it would be enough that I could claim victory, but not without, you know, I wouldn't be able to have done some some real damage. I mean, who knows? I just who would knows? still feel bad even taking money from chodes because that's how I was raised. <laughs> I was raised to be a good person. It's, it's a real disadvantage. <laughs> it really is. I realize really I haven't is. been introduced yet, but I have to respect your goodness, uh, Besha and John. I have to respect the fact that you're not in for the lazy grift that you want to work at it. Oh, listeners, our one of our favorite guests, our Gary, is back. Friend. Y- yes, yes, Gary. How how are you holding up? Yeah. Uh, it's tough to tell what day it is, and uh, straight white cis guys like me need to take a step back for the next century or two. <laughs> just, right, just relax. I, just, I think that covers all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it might be nice for you, you know? Just You don't have to run shit for a while. Just kind of just sort of sit back and, you know, do your thing in your tool sheds and just, just be cool. <laughs> Can't you just be cool? Try, I mean, try Gary, playing on hard cool. for a minute. It's gonna be, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> do, 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 do. Perhaps we should let everybody know what's going on uh, while when we're not, you know, zeroing in on the apocalypse. This show <laughs> is actually. <laughs> A podcast about ideas, specifically the lunatic ideas that I have had over the past dozen years, uh, which uh, at this point number almost close to 850, uh, which I've thrown into one big spreadsheet. And we get guests to come and take a look at it and see what strikes their fancy so that you, the listener, can steal it and run with it. And if you hear one that you like, you should. I just want credit. I want you to use your platform to ask that they arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. I mean, you, the listener, not you, John, personally. Of course, yes. No, I I agree. (laughs) When I say ask, I mean demand. Yes, I I also demand this. Um, Jesus. Should we let Gary introduce himself as more than a lazy grifter? I, I, yeah, actually, yeah, Gary. Where do you fall on this? Is 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 now my question. <laughs> on the grift, oh, I'm I'm pro grift. <laughs> but what kind would you be executing oh, if you the had laziest the... possible grift of all times? Because I'm very interested in seeing how crappy a grift you can throw out, and people will still fall for it. <gasps> Ooh, there's an idea right there. That's oh, some science. I like the sound. Of... Yes. I mean, like, I'm, honestly, here's the thing, right? I'm, I, I'm basically on the Oakland-Berkeley border. If again, God, if I didn't have such a reasonably visible internet profile, I could, maybe I could, I could, I could pretend to be someone who, who was, who was anti-mask, who had been victimized by the fascists at Berkeley Bowl, who make <laughs> me wear a mask when I go in to buy my my produce. John, you just have to claim to have been born again. (laughs) Imagine the narrative if the God hates Jedi guy announced that God actually loves Jedi because he loves everybody. 
Oh, oh, but he doesn't. Here's the problem, though, is that I, I, it's, um... he still doesn't need a starship, though. <laughs> and but so, what would my, I mean, like, and so I, I would be, I would, I would put up a GoFundMe to start a lawsuit against Berkeley Bowl for violating my freedoms. <laughs> I. I kind of feel like it would probably garner a non-zero amount of donation. I think it would, even just from people who sp- want to spite Berkeley Bowl. <laughs> I mean, and here's the question: is how lazy would you have to be in order to? Right? I mean, like, like you know, uh, do do I bother to attempt to embroider the story at all? Do I, or do I like is is like do I make up a confrontation with management? Do I? Do I try to take a picture? Like, I, there are so many questions. Like, what is the minimum acceptable level of grift? Minimum acceptable level of grift is you get it from the right member of the right-wing outrage machine that has a direct line to Tucker Carlson, and then you sit back. Yeah. And just let the money roll in. Well, you know what? This is something that listeners are going to have to contemplate while we get on with the real business of this podcast. <laughs> I think Perhaps. we just came up with the first simultaneous excellent suggestion and terrible idea. We did. I think that we might have. Yeah, an idea from our guest that was a terrible suggestion. Recommendation. I should play the sting now. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm going to do it. It's, it's, I've, do I it. think I will have inserted it in there. <laughs> we'll sting it in post. <laughs> Literally. Gary, what what's the first? Actually, no. Hang on. We we didn't really let you introduce yourself. What's what's your deal, Gary? Who are what's you? What's my deal? Uh, I am just a guy that's living in the suburbs, trying to do less damage and unlearn the lessons that he learned uh, through his life, and also get the damn deer out of my backyard that keeps eating my beans. <laughs> oh, what kind of beans? Got these uh, three planters in back with some trellises and some uh, Tona Odom beans that go up. And there's this, these are beans that were dug up by the damn squirrels, but they persevered. (laughs) And now I got a deer that travels up my driveway (laughs) to get to my backyard. And then when I chase him out of my backyard, he travels down my driveway and takes a left onto the sidewalk because we're like 300 yards away minimum from any place that would be considered deer habitat. So he's just kind of <laughs> strolling along sidewalks in broad daylight. I mean, I, I feel I like you should be proud. You you have the deer's yeah. grift. <laughs> yeah, you, you clearly have the best beans in a 300-yard radius from... I clearly from... got no beans because the damn deer won't let the beans grow. <laughs> Deer has jeopardized the beans. Oh, if uh, if listeners have any kind of um, deer suppression strategies, you know, p- passive deer suppression. I, I get what? the preppers with the the mountains of beans now. Yeah, I get it. Yep. <laughs> you don't want to jeopardize the beans, especially if you grew the damn beans. I do not want to jeopardize the beans. Our the the techniques I grew up with were eight foot electric fence and warning shots. So, you know, your mileage may vary depending on your municipality. Yeah, thanks to New Jersey's population density and sensible weapons laws, I think we're going to have to come up with something else. Any Anybody who's got a suggestion, please write in. Leave, you know what? Leave it in an, in an iTunes review. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Solve a problem for our guests. It'll, it'll become a practical one-stop shop for passive deer suppression. <laughs> You gotta lean into your brand, John. You gotta lean in there. <laughs> I, I feel good about where this podcast is going already. Gary, what? 
What's the first thing you found in the spreadsheet today? Now, I decided something this time around, John, because last time I, I went out to find the least documented ideas possible. And this, <laughs> this time I, I'm taking to heart John Hodgman's admonition that in this everything, we should do our best to not be a burden to others. So I am looking for mostly ideas that are recently logged oh. and have explanatory notes. Wow. Wow. Decided wow. to make things mostly easy for you. Not guaranteeing that will be everything, <laughs> but mostly. Wait. Also because I want to hear your thoughts on some of these. So shall we start with something that's even from this month, John? Oh, oh my. Okay, let's, let's let her rip. And I think it's probably the most timely idea you've ever had. The global post-pandemic orgy. <laughs> I, I need you to, to, to also tell the people what's in the notes. Only people who isolated properly are admitted. Yeah. Incentivizing isolation. Big sponsorship opportunities. Okay. We, we, know, we know that we, we need to incentivize people to isolate, right? That's a thing that needs to happen right now. But also we know that concert venues and other places are going unused and their business is hurting very badly, right? So what we do is once there is finally a vaccine in place, there's that we institute a, a, a tradition whereby like every two weeks, there's a big old orgy at every you know every bar every every like concert venue gathering place that exists but the trick is you can only get in if you isolated properly now that's the part the, the enforcement of that is a is a whole separate thing that i can't figure out yet but I, i'm you know i'm hopeful maybe we'll get there tonight the other thing being that because these businesses are hurting right we don't want to put the burden of supplying all of the drinks and snacks on them so we will open it up for sponsorship imagine if you could go Ooh. like hey you guys going to the orgy next week okay great and you you, you show up and it's sponsored by let's say taco bell <laughs> Or, or Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever, right? Like Fedka vodka. All those things you just mentioned are anti-orgy. Yeah. There's nothing less sexy than Taco <laughs> than Bell. The Taco Bell orgy. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe not. Uh, 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 I don't know. Fedka um, vodka. Pringles. I'm, I'm saying they've already got the sexy lady mascot robot. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Def the, I mean, the point being that, that these are brands that you will forever form positive associations <laughs> with. So I feel like there would be a lot of competition for the sponsorship opportunities. And, you know, th this. Th so that's that's where I'm at. I kind of feel like this is a thing that we... This, now, here's the, here's the problem is figuring out how do we log the people who have been isolating properly mm -hmm. and then make sure that we admit only those people when the tradition begins. And, th and keep in mind that this will happen for, like, basically the year following the release of the vaccine, right? So, you know, like for a solid year, every two weeks, there's an amazing sex party you get to go to. And uh, who wouldn't want that? I'm going to add one thing in there, John, because all those venues are hurting now. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to get on this now and you pre-sell the tickets and send that money to those venues so that they can keep mm -hmm. their mortgage payments up in the meantime. And and this is this is where the incentivization comes in. Because people will say, mm, I have to stay healthy and do my part, not only to isolate, but also to wear a mask and be social to reduce the impact. Because if this drags on so long, then I'm out the hundred bucks or whatever I paid. 
for my orgy ticket. Oh. Yeah. Because people will go to immense difficulties if it means they're saving 10 bucks that they already spent. <laughs> it's true. That kind of incentivizing works. The sunk cost fallacy is a huge thing. I like it. I like it. But what's what's to stop somebody from faking it, though? You know what I mean? Like say well, say trick. like right? Like they they buy their ticket and then they go to a beach party. Like how how do we stop those people? Is the well, question that I, I have. I think that ties in with your traditional what, what I presume is your traditional sex party problem, which is how do you know you're keeping out the creepers and the jerks? Mm. So you need people to vouch for one another and. If your trust accountability buddies, out, yeah, accountability buddies. <laughs> Here's the question, though, which is then in some way, then that means that you only gain access to the party. Because keep in mind, these parties are happening at every venue, right? Like every two weeks, every venue has one of these. And you would imagine that you might want to start to go to different ones just because you might want to see a different mix of people. And so if you go to one where like you are essentially have to be vouched for. That means there's going to be at least one person there who already knows you. And what if you just, what if you feel weird being at an orgy with your buddy from accounting or whatever? You know what I I've mean? Got, like, I've got the answer for you, John. Ooh, we can think of this as a Venn diagram if you like, because Venn diagrams make everything better. Overlapping circles of sexy trust. <laughs> so you have your circles TM. of sexy trust. And some of the people in your circle have their own circles. And once you have been to one of the parties, then your hand stamp or your wristband from one party offers you reciprocal rights at the next venue. Ooh. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure like there's it. this computer science concept of, of uh, a, a pass-along security token or something like that here. Validation has, has occurred someplace. There's a, there's a trust certificate. <laughs> Uh, I was going to suggest because, like, what if what if somebody uh, what if a, a cottage industry uh, arises around fake uh, fake wristbands? What if instead I already I already had gone to like a microchip that gets implanted into your skin that that reads like a code that can be updated. You know what John, I mean? So, people like, already don't want to get the vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Although, if it's for sexy times and convenience. You know, yeah. people are saying that the, the, the chip will be there in the vaccine so that Bill Gates can track you for his nefarious purposes. Right. Not one of the conspiracy theories has said, and you can get laid. Exactly. It's yeah. a missed opportunity. I, I do recognize also that this, this, this concept becomes available only to people who are available to go to these sexy parties, right. right? Like, people who are in committed monogamous relationships obviously can't. But who knows? Maybe after two years of isolation, everybody has just agreed that we got a hall pass for the next year. Fuck it. I, I, I love you. I'm so sick of seeing you and only you for two years. Yep. Yeah. And I know that who, you are so sick of seeing me and only me for two years. Right? I mean, who knows? Who knows what, what social mores will be in place by the time we've been at this for year two? John, can I offer up a, 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 an add-on idea here? Ooh. Because I know that Besha really wants that cut. <laughs> Much like the maxim was, you don't get rich mining for gold, you get rich selling shovels. <laughs> you need a babysitting service <laughs> for while these orgies are going on. Gary, you fucking genius. Possibly for those of us who think the orgies sound exhausting. Oh, 
Oui. Or for just those who have kids. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I mean, it's a money-making opportunity for those oh, of yeah, us yeah. who think that it sounds exhausting. Maybe you just skip the next one. You know, you go to every other orgy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How many they're happening orgies every two have you weeks? been to in the first, I'll throw out a number, 38 years of your life, and now you're going to go to one every two weeks? Mm-hmm. The first six or seven are going to be really awesome, and after that you're going to say, oh, I'll wear. skip this one, and I'll, I'll, I'll make bank on this on this next one I'll skip. I, th- oh, God, I'm so glad we had you on, Gary. This is already a goldmine. <laughs> I mean, you know, assuming we can we can get this uh, get this new social moray installed, which you know, who knows? <laughs> I want credit, and for the circles of orgy venues, I want the all access pass, John. <laughs> access all areas. Done. Done. <laughs> oh, what's what's next? I can't wait to see what uh, what what other problem we end up solving. I am gonna whiplash you on this one, John. <laughs> Vor crunch. Oh God. <laughs> A cereal or snack product that somehow tastes like people. <laughs> I okay. Uh, you, I, I need you. Is I need you it, all. It's just bacon to bits. To my tail. You're describing bacon bits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, bacon bits would be salted vor crunch. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I I was I was exchanging I was talking to a friend of mine who for some reason showed me a picture of like her snack shelf or whatever and she had there was a bag on on the shelf that I swear to you looked like it said vor crunch on it and I was like that surely cannot be what I think it is and she told me it wasn't she told me what it actually was I forget exactly I'd have to look it up on my phone but the 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 name the brand name would not leave my head and so I had to write it down because I think war crunch would be a, a, a convenient way for somebody who wanted to know what people tastes like to experience it but small and friendly yes exactly I have questions <laughs> A lot of I, I don't see how I have I have already I've already delivered all of the answers you could possibly want. How do I know it really tastes like people? Yeah, good question. Ooh, well, I mean, the same way that we trust that sour cream and onion potato chips taste like sour cream and onion. Yes, but taste I can a get sour cream and I can yeah. get onion, and I can yes. make my own and see that there is some adjacency. Are you sure. suggesting so, I get people? No, I'm saying we apply that same level of trust. Where you go get some of your own. No, 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 no. You apply that same level of trust. Because, okay, you can get the sour cream and you can get the onion. But do you, have you ever, like, attempted to verify any of the flavors that you get on any of your snack foods? No, I certainly haven't. That's fair. I simply trust that those flavors are what they are. In that same way, we will trust the makers of Vor Crunch <laughs> to supply us with authentic human flavor. Okay, here's my problem. I am not a person who buys a foodstuff that I can make better myself, which is why I never go to Cheesecake Factory. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. So, once again, it's that lack of trust. <laughs> I, I I thought for a second you were going to say that you you yourself had a, a passable working recipe for Vor Crunch, and you know why bother buying it when I could simply make my own batch? Yeah, oh. lazy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, even the smallest friend that you're never going to miss, you're going to make a lot of war crunch out of them. I mean, it's like the Costco <laughs> model of snack foods. It's and true. I, Here's... I do have a number of small friends that I'm not going to miss, but I don't need that much war crunch. jumbo tin of caramel corn? You're going to need a yeah. tin five times that size easy. And then where do you keep it? I have like a gallon bucket of sour cream in my fridge from Costco that has been in there for probably three months. I'm looking at someone for confirmation here. That, that sour cream, <laughs> we've had it for three months. <laughs> you threw it out. That's Yeah. See, that's what you would end up to doing with your smallest and, and least missable friend. See, the small fringe bit at the bottom that wasn't worth It's disgusting. <laughs> Eventually, you will um, look at part of your friend and say, uh, this isn't worth keeping. But before we leave this topic entirely, I, I just want to ask, what form do you think Vor Crunch takes? I like to think of it as those those cheese balls that come in the barrels. I think it would end up looking like that. But what do you think it would end up looking like? I think it's going to be one of those candy bars that markets itself like it's not a candy bar, like it's healthy for you. <gasps> the resurgence of kudos. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was thinking more like, you know, your your Cliff Bars or your Luna Bars or your mm-hmm. Kind Bars. You know, the ones that pretend to be healthy and not candy bar. bars. Mm, fair. Besha, what about you? I got nothing. I'm still thinking about who I wouldn't miss. I got it. <laughs> mm. It's like freeze-dried astronaut ice cream. <gasps> yep. Yep. Or, That's it. That's the one. Or Pop Rocks. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, this is already an episode for the age of scary. What's, what's the next idea? Or possibly for the authorities. I think we need to bring it down a bit. Get ourselves back in the realm of the realistic. And I think this is genuinely a great idea, John. Ooh. Construction equipment should be painted like dinosaurs. Yes! Every... So... I would um, be all over that. There is, an, an, any listener who happens to be in the Bay Area can verify this. On the stretch of Ashby, between the highway and San Pablo Ave, there is an excavator parked on the southern side of the street that is bright blue. And I always think, like, why the fuck aren't all, first of all, why the fuck aren't more excavators painted other bright colors? And then the next step, like, why aren't they all painted like dinosaurs or monsters? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wouldn't I think it would it would be fun to go to work and drive a giant monster around and dig up dirt and throw it around and lift giant heavy things and bust up the soil like that would be cool. Uh, we as all hell. want it to be Fred Flintstone. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, like, there's I don't know if there's anything more to be said. We, like I said, we, we all little, agree. We need a little intermezzo there, just something to bring us down. Palate cleanser. Catch our breath. I I, I would go ahead. I, I was just going to say I really enjoy how we can trace your life and your ideas from dating app adjacent to things that would delight a toddler. That's what I was thinking, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. that's 100% Quentin there. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it would also delight me, but you are correct. Oh, totally. But but you might not have... Okay, yeah. Ideas obviously prompted by the presence of a toddler. That That is certainly true. All right, what what's next, Gary? Okay, I think we're ready to dive back into some controversy here. It's a shirt. A shirt that reads in all caps, I have qualms with certain elements of social justice praxis. <laughs> 
Did I put anything in the notes there? John. No, not this one. I told you you would not get them all the time. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, but it's true, right? It's true. There are there are certain things that we I feel like we need to grapple with, but I don't. I don't know that I don't have the answers, but I want everybody to know that I have that ambivalence within me. And I feel like more of us should express that ambivalence. And why not simply put it on a shirt? That's absolutely fair. I feel it's going to get a lot of people punched. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why all the hedging, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have certain qualms. I, I have some qualms with certain elements. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I'm not I'm not out here being like black lives don't matter or like fuck your feelings or whatever, but it's like there are certain things that I feel like we need to maybe think about and have a conversation. But if, you know, that doesn't fit on a shirt, but I you know, I I feel <laughs> I feel like just that statement might. We we could figure out a, a way to maybe to maybe make it look nice, you know, give it give it that live laugh love treatment. I'm thinking copper plate. Yeah, something that looks engraved. The qualms is in papyrus. <laughs> oh. I see oh, people dear. getting punched for other reasons now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I made one of my coworkers a uh, trophy today. And by I made it, I mean that it, I, I took a screenshot of it and stuck some words on it saying that they are the most important person because there's a whole conversation about who's the most important person to have at this meeting. And it was like a serious effort of will not to put it in papyrus because I do want them to stay friends with me. <laughs> so it is instead in Book Antiqua. <sighs> it's very elegant. Indeed. Indeed. For yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like in the hands of a competent designer, I think that we could make it clear that mm. the shirt is to be taken seriously, and also that the wearer still believes in social justice. Just, you know, we... we th- We're good people we, here. Some, yeah. 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 But when did I log that? It says uh, March of 2016, which I think was just your catch-all date for everything that came before then. Hmm. Well, there are definitely some that don't have a date. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Fascinating. Wow. I just, just, sorry, I'm trying to cast my mind back to a John from before the Trump regime. Yeah. I I don't know if I can do it. Obama was president then? Yeah. I mean, it factually, it we sounds correct. Black president? We we did for like a while. Whoa! Ah, nope, it's gone. Oh. I I can't. I, there's no no access. Access denied. <laughs> what what's the next idea, Gary? I think this is a little bit uh, timely for what would have been happening right about now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the category of civic. <laughs> SDCC cordon. San Diego should cordon off the gas lamp during SDCC. <laughs> that seems reasonable. I, I honestly, I, I feel like it. it, it yeah, I, go I, ahead. I Gary. see you going full sanitaire with this one. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. That, that's the only, the only time <laughs> at which it makes sense for the cops to have those stupid fucking anti-personnel vehicles. You put one of them at the at the at the end of every one of those grid streets of a gas lamp, and you don't let anybody in, and people can't come out. It's just yeah. Well, actually, the cordon the cordon would need to be expanded far enough so that we could still get to the tender greens. Uh, <laughs> but um, 
that's it. Or maybe there'd be special passes that we could that we could use to be like, I just need to get to the tender greens. Okay, great. And then they'll, they'll let us through the the line of troops with machine guns, and you know, and then they'll they'll let us back in when we're when we've had dinner and, and are coming back in. But I I feel like yeah, I just I I, I want to see it. I want to just 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 even for one year to know what it would be like. Well, I have some concerns about all the food and and drink workers. The hospitality folks. I have some concerns about the machine guns. (laughs) And let's say second to fourth tier celebrities, the ones that don't have their own security detail being trapped inside the cordon with the nerds is... uh, Hilarious. It it lends to mine, you know, probably a Randy Milholland comic about the nerds tearing apart to get closer to communion mm-hmm. uh, Cat girls. <laughs> and the death of Orpheus. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think that, that, that workers would, would obviously be let through the cordon. Like you just have to display a work ID of some kind, but yeah, as for the celebrities, that part, I, I think they would need to be lifted, airlifted in and out via helicopter or very large drone. And what about me, John, since I attended this? <laughs> that, Mm. I, I, you know what? I think that for the duration of the con, you're just trapped in there with us. Mm. Interesting that you say us, uh, since you haven't been in years. Thanks to the fact that you have a small human that depends upon you. That's, that's true. That's true. But but for this for, for for the purposes of this experiment, I would want to be there because I really would be curious to know how it would go. Right? I mean, like we're we're silent because the contemplation of it is genuinely fascinating. The contemplation is fascinating, but I find it hard to square with a better world where we have massively reduced police presence in everything. Are you saying that we should just, this should be like the last hurrah of cops? Could be <laughs> yeah. This? Yeah. Or, or honestly, like the, the, this, this would be, this would be, you know, police forces perhaps trucked in from other cities, you know? Sean, oh my God, you just gave me the idea. This is it. This is it. One week a year. Any cop that feels like they have the need to be Johnny Badass can volunteer for the cordon, and they get it out of their system. <laughs> and then they go back to being reasonable human beings. Huh. Huh. I like it. Best I mean, if you want to tear gas cosplayers, I guess that's the way to do it. Just the ones that try to escape. You know, I mean, as long as they don't try to escape during from from Wednesday night up until Sunday evening, they they just can't leave. I mean, I do see the benefits to public health. the The entire city doesn't need to get a con crud. Yeah, and also I don't understand why, like, like the like the like the regular like there's still bros and axe body spray and and all that bullshit who still try to come to the gas lamp to hang out during Comic Con, like. Why? Bless their hearts. Why? I just, you know, I, I just, I. Is this is for everyone's protection, really. Yeah. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad we're all in agreement. <laughs> okay. How about? Because I don't know what this is, but I'm intrigued. Dancing lids for barware. Dancing lids. Ooh. Okay. Product. Um, you are you're at the, you're at a club. 
or whatever. There's like a, 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 it's it's a place where there's a dance floor and there's a bar. You're there with your pals. You're hanging out. Suddenly, your favorite song comes on. Ooh, my favorite song. Let's all go dance. What the fuck are you gonna do with your drinks? What if you could simply carry your drinks to the floor because you've got a lid that goes on top, and now you can dance and hold your drink at the same time, and the drink doesn't go anywhere. So, you invented the dance sippy club sippy cup. cup. I mean, <laughs> see, it's I, an old-fashioned and like a sippy cup. dancing Sanders on top. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. A little hula lady. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, why not both? Why not both? Why? <laughs> why not figure out a way yeah. to make to make the dance lid festive? But you know, I mean, or, or I mean, maybe not even so much for bars, but for for things like a like a wedding reception or something, you know, like where you've got a drink in hand, but there's also dancing going on, and you, you know, like you can just like if they had if they just had these available, you could clamp the lid onto your cup and then do your dancing or whatever, but you could also still have your drink with you. I feel like there's probably a variant of this already in Vegas. Yeah. If there was going to be anywhere that had perfected this technology, yeah, I would expect Vegas. I I have some vague recollection of seeing people in small crowds, knots of, let's say, five to eight that clearly know each other with, like, cups hung around their on their their front, hung around their neck like an alcoholic baby Bjorn with a long straw. (laughs) It's a canteen. That... Yeah, that seems possible. I mean, Vegas is a bit of an outlier in that you can, like, just buy a drink and carry it around on the street. And I think that, yeah, like, there are various places that have perfected a sort of to-go technology that I would imagine translates fairly well to dancing. Yeah, yeah, actually. Huh. This might need to be investigated more fully once, you know, once we're past this and I feel like I can go to Vegas again. Because I haven't been in a while, and I weirdly kind of enjoy it there. Really, I can stand Vegas for about seventy-two hours. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. that's 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 a that's a sane person's limit. I I didn't, yeah. But yeah, I only that's... ever go for work conferences that last six days. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. I'm deeply allergic to neon, John. <laughs> uh, you know, as as well, I would imagine that that that's fair. That's entirely fair. Do 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 do. It is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Gary, do you have an idea? I do have an idea, John. Yes! And the idea is that you take the juice of half a lime and the juice of half a Meyer lemon and a quarter ounce each of Grandine Campari and Falerno and an (laughs) ounce and a quarter of Eldorado 12-year rum and two squirts of Bitterman's Tiki Bitters, and you shake those together with ice, and then you drink them like I've been doing. That sounds almost really good. irresponsibly delicious. Do you, is there a name for this concoction? Not yet. Let's call it the Idea Factory Giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you do us an honor, and I accept it. I will, I'm gonna, I will do my best to make one of these things at some point, because that, that does sound very good. Is there a little umbrella? There's not a little umbrella. There is, however, a cherry, a Rainier cherry that I set down in an Applejack syrup six years ago. Well, I'm sold, sir. You beautiful madman. Truly. That's astonishing. Hell yeah. Excellent. Well, I think it's now time for 
everyone to say where they can be found on the internet. Uh, for me, this is super easy. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, and I've got a newsletter you really don't want to miss. You can find links to all that stuff at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha. You can find me on Twitter as FleenGuy, F-L-E-E-N-G-U-Y. If you haven't already, go ahead and give this show a five thingy rating and whatever podcatcher you're using to listen to it. And if you feel like being extra amazing, leave us a nice review or drink recipe. It would help us out a lot. If you've done that already, tell a friend about us the next time someone asks what you've been listening to. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you've heard something you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. I just want a drink with a little frilly umbrella. Do-do, do-do, do-do.